Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Boss Ladies, an interview podcast about women in business. My name is Julieta, and I will be talking with women who started their own businesses here in Zurich. I wanted to bring the stories to the forefront and shed light on what happens behind the scenes of starting a business. It's time for honest conversations about what it means to be a woman in the 21st century trying to create something on our own. Before we get started, you can find Boss Ladies on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and subscribe on either or both platforms. That way, all the new episodes will automatically download onto your phone. You can also leave a review. Being able to hear from listeners is something I genuinely enjoy, and it's great to receive feedback from across the globe. My guest today is Anja Heima, the owner and designer of Anja Heima Graphic Design. Today, we're talking about creating an equilibrium of work and life, which is essential, how the working rhythm is different for everyone, the struggle of achieving equal pay in Switzerland, and our sources for inspiration. We also talk about our experience in advertising and how being confined in spaces and places can block us from being creative. And without further ado, here's my conversation with Anja. Hi. Hi. <laughs> How are you? Fine, thank you. Good. So when I asked you to come on the podcast, your immediate response was you're not sure if you would qualify as a complete boss lady because <laughs> you're still working part-time. Why do you think working part-time doesn't make you qualify as a boss lady even though you have your own business? Um, like I just, I just thought that maybe I need to be like a full-time boss to be considered as a boss lady. I don't know. It's just like, if I work part-time, I feel like I'm cheating because I get like a stable income that way. And I'm like not hustling throughout my whole time by myself. So I, I have kind of like a security net mm -hmm. that way. And that's why I was like asking uh, if you don't <laughs> like uh, understand somehow my, maybe my webpage or mm -hmm. my Instagram wrong because you mm -hmm. cannot see that I still have a part-time job next to it. But I mean, everyone has to start somewhere. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And why do you think having a part-time job gives you that way that makes you say you're cheating? Yeah, I don't know. It's um, I think it's it's actually not cheating, but I just felt like I have to tell you this because <laughs> maybe you think like, oh my god, like oh wow, she's doing this all herself and all alone and like paying all her bills with that. So that's why I, I found that's really important to say. But actually, okay. yeah, you're right. It's not cheating that way. It's mm. just however I built my life and exactly. Yeah. So I, I enjoy my part-time job as well very much because I Good. I love it actually. <laughs> What is your part-time job? Um, I work part-time in a yoga studio okay. as a graphic designer and okay. I help as well with administration Mm -hmm. and I'm kind of like executive assistant of uh, the boss mm -hmm. and help her with everything uh, from organizing workshops or like uh, making photo shootings for new mm -hmm. pictures or doing all her uh, social media content mm -hmm. and also her print things like um, 
uh, flyers or brochures for her um, education. Mm-hmm. She's um, providing, yeah. So like a little bit girl for everything. Okay. Yeah. And why yoga? Honestly, that is kind of a funny story how I got this job mm-hmm. because I worked um, quite some years in the design industry and as well the photo production industry. Mm-hmm. I worked as a graphic designer and also switched to executive assistant in an agency, mm-hmm. an advertising agency, and also as a production assistant mm-hmm. for photo shoots. And I just had a little bit enough of the whole world. So mm-hmm. um, I was actually deciding to study again. Okay. And really turn around my whole path of mm-hmm. my career. And I was thinking about studying nutrition, which is it's just like an interest I have through my whole private life. I, mm-hmm. I read a lot about it. I, I'm just fascinated by food and nutrition and health since... I would say about 10 years and so I considered to study full-time again Mm -hmm. even though I was already 30 years old and I started the internship in the hospital because you have to do an internship before you could um, apply for the study okay And I really didn't see myself in the hospital and most of the jobs in this field are in this area, Mm -hmm. hospital or like elderly homes. Mm -hmm. So I really, I I realized suddenly this is totally not my world. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, I really didn't like it. I couldn't see myself there. So I was totally lost and thought like, oh my God, I quit my job. I was really wanted to go for this for this study and changed my whole path and now I'm kind of lost what do I do now mm-hmm. so I have a friend a good friend uh, she's a yoga teacher and okay. she was teaching in that studio and she told me that her boss is actually looking for someone which helps her a little bit in the office mm-hmm. like part time and I was like yeah I mean I, I have to pay my bills somehow mm-hmm. so I I at some point after a few weeks even I waited way too long actually but then she said it again and I said like okay um, I'm gonna call her Mm -hmm. I did and told her that I actually have experience as a graphic designer and that could be very helpful Mm -hmm. for her yoga studio anyway and we clicked just immediately it was just I don't know somehow we, we were just clicking and I started working there mm-hmm. and I loved it. It was just a mix of creativity, which I like basically creative work, but at the same time I had still a lot of administration and organizing work, um, which I actually enjoy part-time. Mm-hmm. Before, when I was working 100% as a graphic designer, I realized that I burn out quite quickly with my creativity. I just mm-hmm. felt it's just so empty in mm-hmm. me when I work full-time like that. And there I had this mix, and this was just amazing. And from there, it started that people came to me and said, like, oh, you, you do this graphic here? Like, uh, are you as well considering to do, like for me like a job for me mm-hmm. or do you do websites do you do logo design or branding and so on and so on mm-hmm. and then I got basically slipped I was basically sliding into my 
my own business, mm-hmm. which then started to grow. Mm-hmm. And I just get more and more requests. And that's how the whole thing started. Yeah. Like, I was really not <laughs> planning it. So, it was just... Yeah, it just came. Okay. But, I mean, that's usually how it begins right you work somewhere you build your network Mm -hmm. um you meet people that can help you get on that road to being self-employed and through those people that you've met and you have in your network those become your clients Mm -hmm. and then eventually you can live off of that yeah exactly so for me it was like it's I was thinking about if I would like to work 100% mm-hmm. all by myself and like mm-hmm. skip my part-time job. But honestly, I, I still enjoy it quite much. And I do it like four years now. Mm-hmm. And give, it gives me a lot of flexibility as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of realized that I, I'm a person which have a lot of fears. I, I think... I'm way calmer if I know I have this part-time job which gives me the safety net. Yeah. And therefore, I kind of feel more secure in my my own business. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. I don't know if I, maybe at some point, outgrow this fear. Yeah. But so far, I, I never felt that this part-time job is holding me back. Somehow. Right. Yeah. And that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Personally, I don't see an issue with having a part-time job even though you also work for yourself and I think it's even easier for any kind of anxiety because you know you have steady income you know you're not going to have to run after a client because he didn't pay or you're going to have to find a client to even pay for something Um, because you have that stable income so in that sense whenever you have that at least that's my experience if you then have clients on the side it's more fun to work for that and Mm -hmm. invest time in that because you know you're not dependent on that paycheck totally and honestly I had as well clients where I was like Hmm. it was not always fun to work for them mm-hmm. and I realized quite quickly that I actually have the luxury to, to choose, choose my clients and yeah. that's that's amazing I must yeah. say what I have to say about my part-time job which is a big part why I love it so much is that I have all the flexibility yeah. there is not like a certain time I have to be there or mm-hmm. I can really build my whole day however I want Mm -hmm. she's like trusting me fully with this Mm -hmm. I work 60% for her Mm -hmm. and I can work on Sunday if I want and sleep on Monday if I like to so usually I'm in the studio uh, Monday morning and Wednesday morning Mm -hmm. and also usually visiting the classes so it's part of my job to do yoga that's nice (laughs) (laughs) no not really but I I help them in the studio but sure I mean I I'm yeah she gave me all the flexibility and that's so amazing and that's why I I love to work for her as well it's not like a job it's really sounds so stupid because 
Yep. People say like, if yeah. you do something you like, you never work a day. Yeah. <laughs> and it's almost like that. Of course, sometimes you think like, oh, come on. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. But no, I, I'm so lucky that way. It must be a really relaxing atmosphere to work at a yoga studio compared to an advertising <laughs> agency. <laughs> totally. <laughs> That's like black and white. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is... A, as I said, it's like a totally different world. Mm -hmm. And it's not that it's always just peace and harmony. I, you have as well struggles in sure. yoga studios. So it's, and it's a tough fight in Zurich. Mm -hmm. It's an, an immense amount of yoga studios. Yeah. So it's a big conquerance and uh, it's not always easy mm -hmm. to conquer that. But um, yeah, it's. I realized that I enjoy this way more than to be in an agency where it's yeah it depends sometimes I miss it honestly because it's like a love-hate relationship mm -hmm. I think with that <laughs> you maybe know what I'm talking yeah. about it's, <laughs> it's a very fascinating kind of um, area but at the same time it can destroy you as well like yeah yeah that's how I experienced it at mm -hmm. least so Did you work for a big agency or a smaller agency? No, that was a smaller agency. Okay. Yeah, I think we were like, at that time, eight people or so. Oh, so that is small. Really, yeah. It's really small. It's not like 40 people or 150 or mm -hmm. something. Like, it's, no. Do you think it's easier to work in a smaller company? Or is it perhaps easier to work in a bigger company? Um... I think you have pro and cons in both sure. ways because I think in a smaller company you often have to find a structure mm -hmm. first before you can really work and get into your flow. Yeah. So that is nice to have sometimes when you can like um, choose a little bit more how you do it, but it mm -hmm. can be as well more complicated because sometimes you just want to have like a way how to get to your like goal or do your end point mm -hmm. and in a bigger company you have way more structure and it kind of works smoother often yeah. so I think that's like a, a challenge which you find in a smaller company yeah. right? that you have to really push it more yourself basically I don't know. Yeah, you have to stand up for your opinions and yeah, present them and yeah. And sometimes you feel like, come on, like guys, let's do it a little bit more professional with a little bit more structure. You have to push everyone a little bit that way, and I think that's that's the thing. Mm -hmm. Which yeah, was there something that this agency focused on specifically, or was it kind of broad range? So the first agency where I worked as a graphic designer they were specialized on branding and packaging mm -hmm. and then the other agency afterwards was the production agency so we were mainly focused on making advertising shootings yeah. we had as well editorial of course and and art and different kinds but the most was advertising work mm -hmm. and then The other agency after that where I was executive assistant, they were 
more in graphic design yeah i would say yeah okay mm -hmm. how is it for a woman in advertising <laughs> oh my god yeah oh that's hard to say i think everyone makes a another experience that way i never felt kind of i don't know under, yeah no i don't find i didn't felt like discriminated or anything okay i was lucky enough to have a, a big group of girls or ladies in my team okay so that was amazing because i i really enjoy to work with women mm -hmm. especially i like to work with men as well mm -hmm. but i i often sort like look for a job or found myself more like at home when there were a lot of women around and yeah. that was in every agency where i've been It was very huh. much women-based, actually. For me, it was the opposite. <laughs> no, really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I my, actually, when I, when I was um, 19, like 20, when I started my first graphic design job, mm -hmm. that was actually the opposite. Yeah. I was the only one. I think there was one other woman there. Oof. And there was like 20 guys. Yeah. And they were hockey players. Because he was... <laughs> I mean, I had the full <laughs> testosterone. Yeah, uh, macho. Macho building yeah, yeah. there. Full, like, and I could handle it as well. But yeah, there it was a different story, I would yeah. say. But the agency world, which how I experienced, was very much lady-based. Okay. And therefore as well quite nice. Makes me. a difference. Yeah, it makes a difference. Yeah. So I cannot really say how it would would have been if I would have worked with more guys. Hard to say. Yeah, it always depends. There's those that are supportive of women in an industry, and there's those that still follow the old system. And mm -hmm. yeah, men have the power. Which no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> did you study graphic design? Yes, I did. I um, was studying right after the normal like secondary school. Mm -hmm. I went to four course mm -hmm. in uh, St. Gallen mm -hmm. and as well the graphic design Fachklasse. Mm -hmm. So I made this. Yeah. But I didn't study further. I was okay. thinking about it later, but mm -hmm. honestly, somehow, it never, it never really crossed my path again to mm -hmm. really say like, okay, let's do it again. So, do you think someone has to study graphic design? No, I don't think so. Actually, I mean, it's not that I didn't learn anything <laughs> during those four years. Mm -hmm. Not at all. I think you a lot of um, the basics are, of course, yeah, I think a lot of the basics you, you, you have in your backpack afterwards mm -hmm. when you, when you study it. But I think that's really a profession when you have the passion for it, when you have mm -hmm. an eye for it, when mm -hmm. you enjoy it. Um, I think everyone could do it mm -hmm. like totally. Yeah. It's, um, it's with any field, a creative field where you can learn it all on your own if you have the eye for it obviously it will be a bit easier but there's something that school gives you that just makes it 
a little easier in the beginning. I don't know how it was for you. Yeah, I think I actually, after um, I finished my studies, mm -hmm. I was just thinking, oh my God, I now I'm like outside in the real world mm -hmm. and I felt I cannot do this. I'm way, I have way too less talent. I was mm -hmm. always thinking about talent mm -hmm. because you when you're in school you have a lot of other designers in one mm -hmm. room and you you compare yourself quite much yeah it's I found it was very different afterwards in the job that I didn't have so much comparison somehow yeah but in school there was quite much like that so I didn't have too much confidence honestly okay when I Started. That's why I took my first job as an in-house graphic designer mm -hmm. in this hockey <laughs> kind of um, field. Yeah, it was yeah. like in a sports company. Okay, um, for professional hockey, and I felt I I was stuck there for quite some time, mm -hmm. for a few years until I really thought, no, I want to spread my wings and mm -hmm. move to Zurich and do something more challenging as well mm -hmm. why do you think that in school there's much more of a competition and comparison feeling than in real life I don't know I just um, felt that way but I think that has a lot to do with my own insecurities mm -hmm. when I I mean you are in an age where you really have to find yourself first yeah. And I think it has more to do with that. Okay. Then, uh, yeah, like I, the older I got, the more I understand who I am and what I want to be and what I can do mm -hmm. and what I can't do. Mm -hmm. And I was not so afraid anymore of trying mm -hmm. things. And back then I was just afraid, mm -hmm. basically to what, what people will think everyone will rate me and now I don't give a shit <laughs> I mean I know I know that I, I'm not the best graphic designer in the right. world but it's not my goal to be mm -hmm. um, I want to create a life which I enjoy mm -hmm. and I think I'm, I'm on a very good way because I am very happy with my job situation and how I build my life and how flexible I am, how I enjoy my day and build my day myself. Mm -hmm. And that's, for me, like a boss lady, basically. Yeah. You, you, you can basically choose whatever you want to do mm -hmm. that day. And that's like the best you can have. Mm -hmm. Work-life balance. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't really have a balance. It's all mixed up, but mm -hmm. that's fine. You said that you know what you can do and you know what you can't do. There's people that say you should focus on your weaknesses and improve them. Do you agree with that? Or would you say keep working on your strengths and becoming even better and pay a little less attention to your weaknesses? That's a very good question. <laughs> Because uh, I think it's for sure good to work mm -hmm. on your weaknesses but honestly I would rather say if you find something mm -hmm. where you're good at and you enjoy it as well try to push that like you don't have to be good at everything mm -hmm. 
no one is no. and that's not realistic and I think if you really if you are lucky and know really this is what I enjoy I think that's the whole thing in life to really find that thing where you really say that's what I'm good at I want to go for that that's the the best thing you can have and I would rather focus on that and really Mm -hmm. push that and if you want to build something bigger where these things are as well very necessarily like um, things you are not so good at then I hope you can probably hire someone which balance out your weaknesses Mm -hmm. so I think I would rather go in that direction Mm -hmm. that you you really find your strength and find the people which can help you to to build the whole picture Mm -hmm. with things you're maybe not so good at Mm -hmm. in terms of building your own company do you have any milestones or things you want to achieve honestly actually I was um This year I was actually thinking about building my own business until the end of the year so stable that I I'm always working over 100% mm-hmm. or like basically 100% at least mm-hmm. because now it's still up and down so if I have a bigger job um then I'm kind of fully working 100%. But then there is maybe then two weeks again or three weeks where I don't have an extra job. So I always work between 60 and 100%. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually set the goal that I was that I will be still like every day basically working 100% mm-hmm. or like at least five days a week because nice to have a weekend yeah (laughs) but yeah I I, that's actually my goal so I try to set my goals not so high that I feel just overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and I will be like oh my god I will not be able to reach that Mm -hmm. so yeah that's my current goal at the moment okay Mm -hmm. it's a good goal yeah it's a good goal (laughs) we will see if it will happen but yeah so far I just experienced a lot of um interfering uh, actions in my life like we we moved for a year to sweden mm-hmm. and that was all not planned like so you always have to go with the flow of life if you don't reach it by then maybe you set set a new goal or mm-hmm. for your new situation or so but that's my goal for now okay do you struggle with what do you struggle with? Let's start with that. <laughs> <laughs> I struggle. I, I mean, you mean challenges. You have fears and that's why, you know, you're taking it step by step mm-hmm. in building your own business. What are those fears? Honestly, my fear often or something I often think about is that I, I almost feel bad for how I built my life Mm -hmm. because I see other people working 100%, 120% hustling somehow not like with their own business maybe as well in a job or so and I have so much freedom Mm -hmm. and somehow it works Mm -hmm. (laughs) I sometimes almost feel bad that I have this situation because others say like oh my god and like I was until 11 in the office and every day and can't get out my boss is pissing me off and all that stuff and I I have really such a 
positive situation mm -hmm. and I can choose so much myself that mm -hmm. I sometimes feel bad about it I don't know and then I feel insecure about is is that life like are you just pretending is this what you do enough or you have to hustle more do you have to get more income do you have to push it more that's what my insecurity is actually okay if I if I take it too easy and go too much with the flow instead of like pushing myself it falls into the comparing yourself mm -hmm. again mm -hmm. um and it's a different kind of comparison right because when you were at school it was more about the work and the output and what you could see now it's more about lifestyle yeah and the freedom that you have but at the end of the day everyone builds their life how they would like it to be so if someone is in the office until 11 p.m 1 a.m and you're already in bed sleeping for like four hours i mean as long as you're happy mm -hmm, i know but you you see nowadays so many young people let's say True. social media which <laughs> are like exceptionally mm -hmm. talented or as well just focused on something mm -hmm. and building empires in like no time in like a few years and when you when you start to compare yourself to them you think like come on like can I not do more like these already earn millions and they have this and this they launched this product they they made this business happening they made this website and whatever mm -hmm. uh, then you you think sometimes okay do you think it too easy mm -hmm. but I think the important question is as well that you always go back to yourself and think and ask yourself what do you want mm -hmm. do you want to be a millionaire mm -hmm. is that what you want mm -hmm. what would you do with this million if you have it or mm -hmm. if you have 10 millions or whatever mm -hmm. like if you could answer this question like really honestly if you want to be a millionaire yeah then you maybe have to do more then you have to push it then you have to find a way to reach that goal mm -hmm. but maybe what I was always searching was this flexibility and mm -hmm. having this time and being surrounded with people I like and work for and maybe that's what I actually was looking for mm -hmm. all the time so it's it's just another kind of how you say it gratification mm -hmm. maybe mm -hmm. yeah instead of money that's the question and I mean I I'm I really don't I'm not a close to be millionaire <laughs> we're really not but Neither I, of I, us are. I, 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 I really can say that I have not too much anxiety around money anymore that was different when I was working uh, full-time ah, interesting mm -hmm. why do you think that is I because I, I feel know. the same mm -hmm. I, I feel the same when I was working I also had that feeling of I need to ask for a raise I need to make a certain amount of money to be able to live a life I make a whole lot less money now 
but I'm way happier. Yeah, me too. I mean, I basically have the half. Yeah. And honestly, I I cannot even remember last time when I really felt like, oh shit, if I would have earned more, if I would have saved more, then I could buy myself this mm-hmm. and this thing. I mean, of course, I like Chanel bags as well, but... <laughs> Um, I I didn't felt that I that I kind of lose so much mm-hmm. since I don't have this such a big salary anymore. Mm-hmm. I I didn't felt that I had to kind of let go of things I really mm-hmm. enjoyed before. I I can still enjoy mm-hmm. whatever I liked mm-hmm. and buy sometimes something for myself mm-hmm. or yeah traveling I mean I somehow it just works yeah and before I always thought oh my god no um you have to save first and you cannot do that now and now I just jump in into the situation and I just try to keep track of my finances I I always want to know how much money I really have on the account before I spend it that's I think a big point yeah so you don't spend it blindly but Mm -hmm. I yeah I feel like it balances it out by itself mm-hmm. somehow. Money is a big topic. It's a big issue always, no matter what you do. You have the freedom to say yes or no to clients. What would you say to someone who's working for themselves and does not have that choice? Like, mm-hmm. Where do you make the compromise and say okay I'll take this client even though the work isn't as enticing but at least I have an income Mm. Um, I think when I choose my clients it's more mostly about not if the job is the the coolest Mm -hmm. and the most creative or Mm -hmm. something like that I feel I want to choose clients which have kind of like uh, appreciation Mm -hmm. for my work Mm -hmm. I think that's way more um, interesting to work for a person like that Mm -hmm. I as well want to have clients which can pay my work because Mm -hmm. it's very often that people say oh can you not quickly and oh you know you like to do flyers right can you not do one for free like all these things I had to learn that Mm -hmm. I really have to be strict with these kinds of requests yeah and I think that's as well uh, if you yourself value your work and your time that you start to choose clients that way so it's not about the money Mm -hmm. it's just about it's a give and take situation Mm -hmm. and I think if it's just a giving or just a taking you will never be happy with it yeah Honestly, as well, if it's a very cool project, I always would like to have value back somehow. Yeah. If that is not money, it can be something else. But mm-hmm. I just try to search a give and take mm-hmm. relationship with the client. Mm. Is there a lesson that you learned while working in different companies mm-hmm. that really helped you when you started taking your own clients? Mm-hmm. No, I, I think not so much because I was, it was so many different fields and jobs I worked in. I mean, somehow I took 
a few things with me mm-hmm. in every job, mm-hmm. but it was I didn't have a straight guideline mm-hmm. or anything. So where I could say, okay, I just do it exactly the same way mm-hmm. how the agency there yeah. done it. So I I just packed all the lessons I learned from all the jobs together and tried to figure out my path. Yeah. Was there something in particular that you've learned that just stands out? Um, I think, as I said before, the learning for me is more to value myself and my work yeah. and my time. Mm-hmm. And otherwise I will not be able to create a business because mm-hmm. I will do just work for friends and for free and there and this is nice and this looks nice yeah. and blah 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 so I think that's actually the biggest lesson I'm still learning as mm-hmm. well how to attract as well clients which have yeah because it's it's really it's really a little bit the law of attraction here mm-hmm. I feel the more I stay on my line and have the prices I have the more I attract as well people which want Mm -hmm. to pay that Mm -hmm. and value it that way Mm -hmm. and really want to work with me Mm -hmm. because they like my work or yeah and not people which they like yeah come on and you know Mm -hmm. because you're friends and yeah because we know each other and you like your job yeah you're happy with your job Mm -hmm. i mean it's like free time you know why not do it for free Uh so it's kind of a little bit like that (laughs) love those (laughs) equal pay Mm -hmm. we in switzerland are very far away from equal pay what's your opinion on it and how do you think we can achieve equal pay I think I totally know what you're talking about Mm -hmm. especially in the agencies Mm -hmm. you see quite the difference between men and women that's true Um, I think I learned quite early that I have to fight for my salary mm-hmm. more probably than a man has to yeah and therefore I was actually quite good in getting like a a good salary mm-hmm. in my jobs mm-hmm. I must say I was I would say I was quite happy okay with my salaries but I think there is a lot of work we have to do which is it's just in our head yeah or like often i would say men's head Mm -hmm. that a woman is just not capable of the same work or doesn't bring the same value Mm -hmm. to a company and i think i hope all the movements which are especially since a few years Mm -hmm. will help to change that and yeah, I, I lived in Sweden for a year. Mm-hmm. There, so it's a little bit better there. <laughs> they have this. It's a. It's really different. Yeah. I think uh, men and women are way more equal there. Yeah, it's really you feel the difference. Um, but yeah, I really hope that this change will happen in the heads of people. Mm-hmm. But since I work 
my own business and mm-hmm. in the yoga studio where mm-hmm. I work, where it's very much women based again. Yeah. I I was not so much confronted with that topic anymore. As well, when I make my own prices, I'm my own boss. So I, yeah. I yeah, you decide exactly. Why do you think in the creative field, especially, that there's such a huge difference in salary? Because I mean, women are known to be more creative. It's just a fact. It's not something that just happened a few years ago. But somehow a man as a graphic designer still earns more, even though the woman in the same position might know more, might even be better at the job, yet somehow (laughs) still earns less at the end of the month. It just fascinates me. That's why I'm I'm asking you what you think. Uh Uh-huh. I think women in general mm-hmm. are way harsher towards themselves. True. And I think, especially when you talk about salary, when you get a new job mm-hmm. or when you want a salary raise or whatever, we are too shy mm-hmm. with it because we don't trust that we can do more mm-hmm. or that we can as well get more value for our work mm-hmm. we always think like no I'm not good enough and like that's a little bit I feel a lot of women think like that including yeah. me it's, it's me too it's, it's just a thing but I yeah. I think the whole that's a whole cycle which is kind of how we got raised like maybe we always felt a little bit less good than a boy because mm-hmm. it was always ah you cannot do it you're a girl or mm-hmm. you're you cry like a girl or mm-hmm. you know all these sayings yeah. kind of um show that we in our society still put women down one step down mm-hmm. for men and i think we have to overcome this thinking mm-hmm. and then we can as well make a difference together with men of course yeah because yeah. in all our heads it has to change yeah i think we it's not just men alone no it's it's the whole the whole society yeah which have to change mm. but it's would you say it's harder to do here because we're in a bit of um it's a more conservative country Mm-hmm. You know, Sweden is very socialist, yeah. as is Denmark, which is why the pay gaps are short, smaller. smaller. Here and in Germany, it's <laughs> yeah. very different. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think somehow we are a little bit a few steps behind, mm-hmm. I think. But every country or every area in the world needs its own time to True. to change and i think the change is coming but the most important part is really that we ourselves value ourselves and and think about what we are worth for what salary mm-hmm. is really the right one for us or for our work and i think with with this new mindset we could really really change a lot yeah if everyone starts to think like that, mm-hmm. I think then we can as well, how you say, can make the whole process quicker mm-hmm. so we can 
step up our yeah, yeah step up our game here mm-hmm. as well in Switzerland. <laughs> this was part one of our conversation. As we talked for about an hour and a half, I wanted for you to listen to the entire chat without zoning out. I made the executive decision to cut it into two parts. So come back again next week to listen to the rest of our conversation where we go more in depth about inspiration, traveling, book recommendations, and what being a boss lady means to Anya. If you already have questions or comments, send us an email, DM, or text, whatever your preferred method is. You'll find all the profiles and website links in the show notes. And don't forget to leave a review. See you next time.